Hey friends, this is episode 64 of Faith Fitness Joy. Tips for moving through inner healing. I recently came out of a period of self-directed inner healing myself. I spent about a year moving through it. And so if you're embarking on this yourself, it could be really intimidating, perhaps a little scary or even overwhelming. That is why I put together some tips that I learned along my own journey that I hope will be helpful for those of you new to this work or perhaps early in your own healing journey. So join me in today's episode of Faith Fitness Joy for some tips to help you move through your inner healing journey. This is Faith Fitness Joy and my name is Rochelle Weiss. Are you struggling to lose weight, love yourself and reconnect to who you truly are? Do you feel depressed, exhausted, and overwhelmed? Are you drowning under the weight of your responsibilities and obligations? Do you find yourself constantly wishing for more time, energy, and happiness? And do you seek a deeper connection to God or have a desire to grow spiritually? As a single mom working in a demanding full-time job, I felt exactly like this. I was struggling with depression and anxiety. I was exhausted and overwhelmed. I had become disconnected from myself and lost who I was. I felt like a shell of myself. I was working over 60 hours a week. I was stressed out and I was spread way too thin. I was struggling to lose weight and hated my body, which only added to my depression. I knew I had to do something and fast. I wanted to be better for my kids. Through lots of trial and error, I did find myself again. I regained my health. I lost weight. I transformed my mindset and healed myself and my soul. As an intuitive coach and energy healer, my mission is to help other high-performing moms accomplish the same, to guide them to their happiest, healthiest, highest version of themselves. Faith Fitness Joy is all about achieving whole health, health of the mind, body, and soul for high-performing moms. If you're ready to lose weight or get fit, improve your nutrition, and step into the happiest, healthiest, highest version of you, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to episode 64 of Faith Fitness Joy. So today I am sharing some tips to help guide you through the inner healing process. Shadow work and self-healing can be really difficult work, but the reward of it far outweighs any of that sort of challenge or difficulty. And the early stages of this work can be really tough, but as you gain insight and experience, Um, breakthroughs as you move through that work, it gets easier. And you will almost want to kick yourself for having avoided it for so long, if you're anything like I was. Uh, And that's because what's on the other side of this is just so beautiful. Um, It's, it's freedom. And it's so much of what you maybe are wanting for yourself. I spent about a year doing my own self-healing work um, and my own inner healing journey. Um, and Or at least where that was kind of like my primary focus, if you will. I know now that this is lifelong work. It's not something that you kind of stop doing. You're never really, you know, completely healed, if you will, uh, from everything. But you move through it faster um, as you get the hang of it. And I would say you kind of experience a little bit, maybe less of the turmoil um, and that initial kind of burn um, as you you experience when you're really early in this work. So as a result of my own journey, I developed some tips 
to help with guiding through the process based on my own journey that I wanted to share with you in today's episode. So I've put together five tips for you. The first one is to commit to doing this for yourself. The second one is to lean into the work. The third is to give yourself grace. Fourth is ask for help and support when needed. And five is use meditation. So I had all sorts of pain and trauma that I had been carrying around most of my life that I was largely oblivious to. I learned about and started my inner healing journey uh, over a year ago now, as I mentioned. And so, yes, there were certainly, you know, more obvious things like the effects of being bullied when I was young, both verbally and physically, that I was aware had had an effect on me and that I was carrying through my life. And that was very much sort of coloring how I viewed myself and how I moved through my life. But there were also other things that had created trauma or otherwise scarred me emotionally that I was pretty unaware of or even oblivious to. Um, And more specifically, I was unaware of how these things were manifesting in my mental health and my outlook and my life. And this is why it's called shadow work, Uh, because you start to uncover these parts of yourself and your past that you were sort of blind to before you start doing the work. It's not so much that it's like this deep exploration of things that maybe you, quote, don't like about yourself. It's not really that at all. It's more that you're uncovering uh, parts of your being and your thought paradigm and your belief systems and all of these kind of behaviors that you have. So triggers, if you're familiar with that, are our primary clues to these parts um, of us and these past traumas and hurts that we've experienced. Triggers are essentially automatic, intense emotional responses or knee-jerk reactions to various things that we experience um, or have experienced. So it can be a range of things that cause them. Some examples are things that people say, um, certain environmental situations or certain circumstances that you might find yourself in. Um, Sometimes things that come up in social settings or social interactions can be a source of triggers. Um, Things that we see in movies or videos, you know, even just scrolling through social media, you can find things that, you know, trigger you. Um, And sometimes even just hearing a certain type of story from someone, Um, somebody might be in conversation with you sharing something they heard about or that they experienced, and that can cause a trigger for you. So, you know, we can experience these in a multiple different ways. Um, It can also be a physical reaction. So where you actually feel something in your body. Um, It can also be emotional reactions like anger, panic, or sorrow that just you know, immediately you start to experience them when you um, encounter a trigger. They can also cause us to go into a form of self-sabotage. And this can be things like binge eating, drinking, smoking, procrastinating, avoiding, um, even pushing people away, uh, sometimes saying hurtful things to people or engaging in behaviors that you know are either hurtful to you or would be hurtful to someone that you love. Uh, And a lot of times, you know, we don't really know why we're doing this. 
Um, and so if you're unaware of the underlying cause of these triggers, like I was, you may be kind of mystified as to why you cycle through these different patterns that you might cycle through. I could never really understand it myself uh, for years, decades even. Um, and one example that I experienced in recent years is where I would get really close to my body goals, right? Like whether it was a certain number on the scale or I was, you know, um, getting into smaller sizes than maybe I had for a while. And so then I don't know why, I didn't know why at the time, but I would like start indulging and drinking more. I would, um, and then, you know, indulging and drinking more would lead me to eating the wrong kinds of food or then I would get more relaxed with my, my quote, dieting or how I was eating or maybe I would slack off on my tracking or something like that. Um, there were times I would cycle through relapsing on smoking cigarettes. I was a smoker for many years and I'd quit. I've quit several times. Um, and then I would, you know, beat myself up about all of these things every time I would cycle through these patterns. And then I'd start this, you know, like, what is wrong with you? Why can't you get it together? Why do you keep doing this? And um, years later, when I started doing the shadow and healing work, I finally started to get to the root of that and started to uncover why this was happening. And it took me about a year, I would say, to get down to what was really at the root of all this for me. Uh, and to really be able to identify all of my different past traumas, all of the different past hurts and, you know, other types of painful experiences that I had growing up um, that sort of collectively led to this lifelong battle with my weight, my body image, depression, anxiety, and self-sabotage and a whole host of other things. And you know, it wasn't necessarily that I was avoiding the work. I wouldn't say that I was because I didn't, I didn't really even know what to do or how to do it to kind of get to the bottom of this. I just thought that, I don't know, I thought it was personality thing. I thought it was some sort of something I inherited or, you know, I just, I didn't really know what it was and I didn't think there was much I could do about it. Um, and uh, I actually recently hosted a free masterclass in my private free Facebook group, which is also called Faith Fitness Joy, around this. So if you aren't in that group yet, um, I would welcome you to join, um, not just because I would love to see you there, but also because um, you can still check out this free masterclass that I did. And it's called The Connection Between Health and Unhealed Past Trauma. And so I'm not going to go in depth about how I uncovered a lot of that for myself in this episode. But if you wanted to um, check that out, I do talk about that in that masterclass. And I also talk about um, fairly in depth about the impacts that this has on our health when uh, we have these unhealed past traumas and hurts that we're sort of unaware of and how that affects our mental health, our physical health and our spiritual health as well. So, uh, but for today, I want to focus on some of the tips that I found helpful as I moved through my own shadow work and my own inner healing. So the first tip is to commit to doing this for yourself. This is the first thing on the list for a reason, and that's because it is the most important. You will not get far with this work if you aren't fully committed to doing the work. And more importantly, 
to doing this for yourself, for your well-being. This is not a journey full of sunshine and rainbows by any means. Let's just be real about it. It's, you know, it, it is, it's difficult work, but it is the path to a better you. Ultimately, the better life of your dreams, the better version of you, you know, all these things that you might be wishing and dreaming for yourself. Because when you get to the root of all the, you know, shit that, it, quite frankly, and learn how to process it and clear it, you start to change and grow and shift in ways that you will not believe. And you will not be the same person at the end of this process in the best way possible. So the second tip is to lean into the work. Stuff's going to come up. It's supposed to. That's the point. That's how you heal it. You will want to avoid it. You will want to suppress it. You will want to rationalize it. You will want to make excuses and justify, bury, you name it. It's going to come up. You're going to like resist and just stuff's going to come up and it's going to be challenging. And your your brain and your ego are going to, um, you know, come up with all the different ways to protect or justify and defend whatever these behaviors and triggers that come up are. So um, do not avoid it. Do not resist it. Just lean into it. Sit with these feelings that are going to come up so that you can finally let them out. You need to feel them and process them so that you can release them and get them out of your body. These triggers repeat themselves and continue to come up because it is your subconscious and your ego and your um, not sorry, not your ego, but your body's way of trying to move this energy out of your body. It wants to be released. It needs to be released. So you have to lean into it and process it. So if you need to isolate yourself for periods of time, so be it. Even if it's, you know, maybe like me, you know, being a single parent, it's really hard to get away. Like I can't I just go take a weekend to myself, right? So sometimes I would just have to, you know, let the kids know that I'm going to go in my room for a few minutes and I'll be out in a little bit um, and to just give me a few minutes and it's usually fine. And then I can at least give myself, you know, 15, 20 minutes to just like take a minute and do whatever I need to do to give myself some space. Um, you know, you have to recognize that you have never really processed these things that are coming up, which is why they present to you as triggers or patterns or cycles. Um, they will continue to show up and repeat themselves until you do the work and, and heal them. So uh, one of my previous episodes and blog posts um, on this provides a great framework for this part of the process specifically. It's called Seven Steps for Healing Emotional Triggers. So you can check that out if you want to get more in-depth guidance on like actually doing that part of the work and actually like moving through this part of things. Um, if you prefer to read it, you can check it out on the blog. And if you want to just go back and um, listen to that episode, it's number 14. I also created a journal that supports this phase of the work. It's called the Growth and Healing Journal, and you can find the link to that in the episode description. Um, and so step three is to give yourself grace. So one of the most important aspects of this work is to give yourself lots and lots and lots of love and grace through the inner healing process. A lot of what you are doing in this is healing past 
versions of yourself, the versions of you that were experiencing these painful um, and traumatic things. Um, and a lot of this for a lot of us happens when we're children, when we're very young. And that's why they have the imprint that they have on us. Because when we experience things like this as a child, as you can imagine, you don't have the wherewithal or the capacity mentally and emotionally to process a lot of this stuff that we experience as kids, which is why it ends up having this traumatic impact on us. So, um, you know, you want to look at this, look at yourself during this process as sort of the child that is hurting um, or moving through something that they don't understand and that they can't comprehend. So if you're a parent Imagine when your own child comes to you with something like this or when your own child has experienced something and they're scared or they're upset or they're really feeling these intense emotions and they don't understand them. How do you help them through that? You know, what do you do for them? You show them love. You you help them know that it's okay. You let them know that you're there for them. You let them know that it's okay to feel that the way they're feeling, you know, all of these things. So you want to do the same for yourself. Treat yourself in the same manner. Um other things you can do here is, you know, take the extra rest you, that you need. You might be needing more sleep during this time. Um, again, you're clearing a lot of emotions. You're you're bringing up things that maybe have been buried or that you've been carrying for a long time. Uh, and it may be, it is draining. It's, it's emotionally draining and that can also be physically draining as well. So, you know, take time to get extra rest and sleep if you need to. Um, care for yourself and be, you know, loving. Most of all, be loving to yourself as you move through this process. Uh, step four is to ask for the help and the support that you need when you need it. So this can be, you know, leaning on friends and loved ones as much as possible through this. Um, seeking people that you trust that you know you can talk to and letting them know you just need someone to talk to is you're working through this stuff and if they could just be, you know, an open ear for you um, and hold some space for you to move through that. You might even want to consider um, some sessions with a therapist or a psychologist if, if that is something you think would be helpful for you. Depending on what you uncover, it may absolutely be, you know, important to do. Um, and you can also search social media for groups um, that are focused on this work um, or just communities that are kind of geared towards this type of work. Um, even in the spiritual community, like spiritual awakening communities are another place where you can find people that are moving through similar process. Um, and then through there, you can find some people that you can talk to or reach out to or that are just moving through the same type of thing. And that can be really helpful as well. Uh, and the last tip is to use meditation, you know, like just I cannot emphasize the value of meditation enough. I talk about it a lot in my episodes and in my blog. Um, it's it's simple, no agenda meditation that I'm talking about here. It's just, you know, taking that time and the breathing to help calm your nervous system down. Reach out to God in your meditations as well. Meditation is the highest form of prayer. Um, and that's because it's you're you have a direct line to God in that time. You're tuning into your yourself and you're tuning into him. So, you know, he will absolutely help carry the weight of these emotions for you. If you ask him, you know, it's all free will, as we know. So you need to seek him out and you need to tell him 
that, you know, God, I need help with this. I need to leave this at your feet. I need you to carry this for me. This is a lot for me to carry and I'm ready to let this go. Um, and he will be there and he will help you. It's very simple. Um, so you can just start with some deep breathing. Breathe in for a count of four. Hold your breath at the top for a count of four. And then exhale as long and slow and deep as you can. Um, and just repeating that several times. And the, the thing here is it really helps calm the central nervous system down. It helps you relax. It helps you move into a state of ease and just release of these emotions. Uh, and then when you feel yourself start to relax, just continue to breathe and allow yourself to sit in meditation for a few more minutes, um, however long you might need. Um, it's a really great tool and a really great way to help you move through this uh, and just kind of clear out any of these feelings and emotions that come up. So those are some of the tips I discovered through my own self-healing journey. I can tell you that with time, it gets easier and you get faster at moving through it. I can also tell you that this has been huge in breaking negative cycles and patterns of self-sabotage for me. Um, now that I am aware of the different reasons that were leading me down these paths I talked about in the past where I would cycle through self-sabotage when uh, things would start to go well or I would get close to my goals, um, they no longer have that same hold or power over me that they used to. Um, I've learned now that when I start to feel those urges to those things, it's like, wait, stop, ask myself some questions, get to the root of why, why is this triggering me? Like, what about what's happening in my life right now is bringing this back up? And then um, now it happens a lot quicker and I'm able to quickly move through it. And recognize like, oh, this is just my ego trying to keep me safe because I'm doing something that makes me uncomfortable. I'm moving through something that's maybe unfamiliar or unknown and the ego doesn't like that. And so it's trying to keep me safe by, you know, nudging me back in a direction um, and into these patterns that were familiar. Right. And that's usually all it is. So, um like I said, it's it's the the first part of it is challenging, but as you continue to move through it, it gets better. So um, it's challenging, but absolutely the best work you'll ever do for yourself. It's the best thing you'll ever do for yourself. It is the key to breaking cycles and ascending to the next level version of you. So that concludes today's episode of Faith, Fitness, Joy, Friends. I really hope that this has blessed you. I hope that you have found this helpful. Um, as always, I would love to hear from you. So please leave your thoughts or questions in the comments. Uh, and if you want to continue the pursuit of faith, fitness, and joy with me, um, please like and subscribe. And also don't forget, there's a private faith, faith fitness, joy Facebook group. I'd love to see you in there. So uh, please request access to that so you can get in there and get access to some of my other content. Uh, like I said, free master classes. Um, weekly channel Q&A and a number of other good things in there, plus a great community of like-minded women. So I wish you all well, and I will see you in the next episode. Thank you so much for joining Faith Fitness Joy today. I hope you found something helpful in today's episode. I would love to hear what you think. 
so please leave a comment and let me know what you found helpful or what you would like to learn more about in future episodes. If you enjoyed today's show, please subscribe. You can also connect with me on social media at Faith Fitness Joy on either Instagram or Facebook. Or please join my private Faith Fitness Joy Facebook group where I offer lots of great information, master classes, and weekly channel guidance, and more. Check out my blog at www.faithfitnessjoy.com. This is Rochelle Weiss, wishing you health and happiness of mind, body, and soul. Thank you.